0: Thank God for angels in the house. Thank God that Jesus is in the house. Thank God the Holy Spirit is in the house. Thank God the Father's hearing and showing himself strong in our midst. Amen. In our lives. Hebrews 10 verse 15. Wherefore, the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days saith the lord i will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will i write them so god said i'll make this covenant with my people he said that i will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds i will write them that's a good covenant That's a a wonderful covenant that God puts his laws in our hearts and in our minds. He writes them. He said, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. How many are glad about that today? Hallelujah. And their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. God has declared he will not remember our sins and our iniquities. God is not suffering from memory loss. He made a choice not to remember. He declared, I will not remember. I will not remember their sins, their iniquities. Praise God forevermore. If God doesn't remember them, then we need to forget about it. Praise God. We need to let it go. We need to let go of our past. We need to let go of our failures. We need to let go of our sins. We need to let go. Hallelujah. If you've asked God's forgiveness, if you've repented, God has forgiven you and it's already gone. God is not looking at it day after day. If anybody is reminding you of it, it's not God. I said if anybody is reminding you of it, it's not God. Sometimes we can be our worst enemy because we remember, we we think about too much what we did and what we didn't do what we should have done but thank god we're here amen thank god you're here today and god doesn't remember your iniquities and your sins he said it's already dealt with it was dealt with two thousand years ago at the cross jesus christ was he was made sin he was he was uh suffering in your place he was your substitute he died in your place in my place he he paid the penalty for our sin, not only on the cross, but he went into the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. He actually inhaled. The scripture says he suffered in our place. He took our place so that we could have his grace, God's grace on our life. Amen. So sin has already been dealt with all sin. I said all sin has been dealt with once and for all. Jesus took his own blood into the heavenly Holy of Holies. He didn't go in there with the blood of bulls and goats. He went there with his own blood. He took his own blood into the heavenly Holy of Holies. And in that day, he said he had obtained eternal redemption for us. It is an eternal redemption, which provides eternal life from an eternal father, from the eternal son of God, from the eternal Holy Spirit spirit there is eternal redemption praise God we have an eternal redemption through Jesus Christ Jesus has already paid for it he's already suffered for it he's already died for it but he's also been raised again hallelujah and he took that blood into the heavenly holy of holies and your sin has been paid for in full If you are a believer and you have sinned since you were a believer, if you confess your sins, God said, I'm faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to do what? Cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If you have repented, if you've asked God's forgiveness, God has forgiven you. So that means he forgot about it. He said, your sins and your iniquities, I will not remember. That means he forgot about it. When did he forget about it? The day you asked God's forgiveness, the day you repented, he forgot about it that day. You may have remembered it since that day, but God forgot about it that day. So he's encouraging you today. If God forgot about it, he's telling you to forget about it. Forget about the past. Forget about your sin. Forget about it. I'm saying God is good and I'm saying God is merciful and I'm saying God has forgotten about it and he's not holding it over your head to remind you of your past, of your failures. Praise God, everybody in the room sinned before you got saved and you've sinned after you got saved but God forgave you before. Hallelujah. God dealt with your sin. He reconciled all men to himself. God dealt with your sin in the person of Christ 2,000 years ago. So He's really he has really dealt with it before you dealt with it. Before you came up, praise God. God showed up before you showed up. Hallelujah. God showed up on the behalf. Jesus showed up on the behalf of all humanity, past, present, and future. Jesus died in the place of all of humanity once and for all. Once and for all. time once and for all people and it is a once and for all redemption and it is an eternal redemption which means that you now have an eternal life and you have eternal forgiveness and you have eternal glory hallelujah eternal glory you have eternal Christ in you the hope of what glory Praise God. He not only predestinated you, he called you, he justified you, and he glorified you. He put some glory on the inside. You can have some of that glory down here. We're experiencing it in this room today. We're experiencing some of the glory of God. Hallelujah. There's more to experience. There's a deeper measure. There's a deeper measure of God's glory. There's a deeper measure of God's spirit. There's a deeper measure of God's word. There's a deeper measure of everything. Every part of God you can talk about. I said, there's a deeper measure. None of us have fathomed the depths of God's love. Hallelujah. He said, his love passes all knowledge. Praise God. So God's love is deeper than we have yet fathomed. God's mercy is deeper than we have yet fathomed. I said, God's love and mercy is deeper. It's wider. Hallelujah. It's deeper. It's, What is the breadth, the length, the depth, the height to know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge? Hallelujah. So God, in his mercy and grace, thank God, forgives us again and again if necessary. Praise the Lord. How many are glad for another dose of God's grace? Hallelujah. We live on grace. We live in grace. And if we face some sin in our life, deal deal with it in grace, not in grace. The law, hallelujah, because the law didn't get you saved and the law won't keep you saved, hallelujah. The Lord Jesus Christ, through his blood and his giving of his life, got you saved and it's what keeps you saved and whole and healed and bold and strong, hallelujah. The life of God working in your life. Are you with me this morning? Praise God. So in Isaiah 43, if you'll go there with me, please. Isaiah 43. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Free indeed. One translation said free in reality. Another said free, unquestionably free. Praise God. Praise God. Isaiah 43 verse 25 says, I, even I am he that blotteth out thy transgression for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. I, even I am he who blotteth out thy transgression for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. He said, I blot out your transgression, transgressions for my own sake. For my own sake. Because if he didn't blot out your transgression, his son would not be able to be raised. In other words, if Jesus didn't pay the price for your sin, the resurrection would never occur. If Jesus... Cause what does the scripture say in Romans four? He was delivered up because of our sin and he was raised up because we were declared righteous. So Jesus bore our sin and he so much bore our sin that he became sin for us. And in In second corinthians five verse twenty one it says "He who knew no sin was made to be sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, so Jesus was literally made to be sin for us, he became sin itself, and the only way that he could be raised is that that sin penalty had to be paid justice Before God had to be satisfied. But God, hallelujah, was satisfied with the penalty paid. Jesus paid it all. I said Jesus paid it all. And so he said, I blotted out your transgression for mine own sake. One reason was he wanted to raise his son from the dead. He wanted to finish the process of redemption. He didn't want him to just die. He wanted him to be raised from the dead. There was a plan for resurrection. There wasn't just a plan for death. There was a plan for resurrection. God was going to complete the work in Christ and he was going to make possible for you and me to come to God and receive God's forgiveness and receive eternal life and be born again and be made a new creature in Christ Jesus. God wanted that to be possible, and the only way that would be possible is that Jesus would pay the full penalty for our sins. So Jesus paid that penalty. God blotted out our sins. Hallelujah to Jesus. In the person of Jesus. But now when it comes to you getting saved, when you came, God said, I'm going to blot that out because I've already dealt with it. Hallelujah. When you said, I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, I confess Jesus is Lord with my mouth. When you believed in your heart, God raised Jesus from the dead and you confess Jesus Christ, the son of God is Lord. When you said Jesus is Lord, Jesus became your Lord and you were saved. You were born again. All of your past was passed away. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and all things have become new. It's not just what you did that passed away. It was who you were that passed away. The old man died. That old man God considered crucified. God said you were crucified with Christ. You died with Christ. You were buried with Christ. I'm not making it up. It's all in the scripture. You were buried with Christ. You were then made alive with Christ. You were raised with Christ. You were seated with Christ in heavenly places. Hallelujah. And in that place, he says, you rule and reign together with Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we receive the abundance, according to Romans 5, we receive the abundance of grace and of the what? Gift of righteousness. So not only did you receive the gift of eternal life, you received the gift of righteousness. Righteousness is a gift, unearned, undeserved, but given as God's grace, hallelujah, was dispersed to you. You received the grace of God and you became the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus, glory to God. I said glory to God. So then you are God's own child. You are born of God's spirit. You're born of an incorruptible seed, a seed that will never die. Hallelujah. A life that comes from God. It's eternal life, and it continues throughout your life here and throughout your eternity. Praise God. Thank God forever, for my glory. Hallelujah to Jesus. When I'm, glory to God. I'm going to try to read this scripture. Praise the Lord. He said, "I will not remember thy sins." Then he said, "Put me in remembrance. Put me in remembrance of what? Not of your sin." He's not wanting you to put, put him in remembrance of your sin. He said, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. God speaking to us, put me in remembrance of my covenant. Put me in remembrance of my word. Put me in remembrance of the blood of Jesus. Put me in remembrance of the blood of his son. Put me in remembrance and let us plead together together plead together what is your plea when you come to god you can't plead well i was pretty good here i was pretty good here i did this i did that no you can't plead anything but the blood nothing but the blood hallelujah i mean in a court of law what is your plea well let's say in this court of law god is the judge Hallelujah. He's the judge of all the earth. He's the judge of all humanity. He's the judge and he judged us in the person of Christ, not guilty and God raised Jesus from the dead. Now when you get born again, God declares you righteous. You're not guilty. Hallelujah. All of your sin was paid for in Christ and now you receive the blood of Jesus and it was applied to your spirit. You receive the work of redemption and it was applied to your spirit and you were born again. And in him, we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So, or the remission of sin. So, your sin was remitted. That means your sins were not only uh, paid for, they were remitted. They were forgotten. Hallelujah. God says you are forgiven and that your sin is Forgotten. Hallelujah. He said, forget about that old man. Don't let that old man, ha, 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 tell you who you are. No, God says who you are. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're born of the Spirit of God. God is your Father. Jesus is your your elder brother. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Heaven is on your side. God is on your side. And if God be for you, who can be against you. We know we have an enemy that is arrayed against us, but we have somebody that's bigger than your enemy, and that's God, and that's Christ, and that's the Holy Spirit, and that's The truth, hallelujah, is greater than a lie. And God is greater than the devil, hallelujah. And Jesus is greater than demons or devils, praise God. Jesus has already overcome them, he's already stripped them, he's already defeated them, he's already risen from the grave, he's already head of the church, he's already seated at the Father's right hand, he's already more than a conqueror, he is the conqueror of all, hallelujah. Praise God. So who's in you? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. That means we win. That doesn't mean you don't have any battles. That means you celebrate right in the middle of them. Hallelujah. It says you celebrate. It says you celebrate what? Well, glory. What does that? What does a triumph mean? It means that you have a party after the battle. That means the after party. That's after Satan is defeated. That's after demons are defeated. That's after they're stripped of their authority. That's after Jesus, hallelujah. Whipped them right in their own backyard. Jesus, hallelujah, defeated them right there and he paraded them. It was like a parade. He had a parade in downtown eternity. He had a parade. It was a parade that said, The devil is defeated, demons are defeated. Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord he is Lord of all and there is no principality or power in this world that has any dominion over Jesus and you are a part of his body he's the head of the body and you may be the foot or the little toe but it doesn't matter which part you are you are raised and seated together with Christ in heavenly places far above all Principality and power and dominion. Hey, glory to God. Jesus is Lord and He's your Lord. That means He's Lord of your spirit. That means He's Lord of your soul. That means He's Lord of your mind. That means He's Lord of your body. That means He's Lord of your family. That means He's Lord of your future. That means He's Lord of the plan of God for your life. That means He's Lord and He's going to get you where you you need to go. He's going to show you what you need to do. He's going to fulfill his plan and he's going to do it in and through you. He's going to fix the things that are broken. He's going to heal the things that are sick. He's going to strengthen the places that are weak. He's going to make you what you need to be in order to fulfill anything he's called you created you to be. God is on your side and the blood has been applied and the name of Jesus is high above every name in this world and in the world to come hallelujah to Jesus and God does not remember your sin he said let us plead together he said let us plead together hallelujah so God the judge of all is the one that said let us plead together we're still learning we're still growing We're still learning. We're still growing, but he's got the plan. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're still learning. We're still growing, but God's got the plan. And you happen to be in his hand. You're in his hand. He said, you're in the palm of his hand. You're engraved in his hand, in his palm. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God. Hallelujah. So he said, let us plead together. So when you plead together, that means you agree with him. Let us plead together. That means you agree with what he said. You know, a good lawyer is going to tell you to just, you say what I tell you to say. Right? It's the truth. I don't know what they tell you, but they say, this is what I say, you say what I said. And I'll help you. Ha, ha, ha. Hallelujah. Jesus is referred to as our advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous, so God is the judge. Jesus Christ is the lawyer. I said God is the judge. Jesus Christ is the lawyer. I said, God is the judge. You're not the judge. I'm not the judge. Because if you judge yourself, you're going to be in trouble. Right? Come on, church. We've all gone down that road a little bit too far. But thank God for his mercy to get us off any road of self-condemnation when God has justified you. God has declared you not guilty. So your lawyer, Jesus, is the one that died for you. He has firsthand experience. Praise God. He, hallelujah, he went where you were he experienced what you did in other words he experienced life on the earth he lived life he was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin he then was made to be our sin so he is not an inexperienced lawyer here this is the one that understands better than you understand yourself hallelujah hallelujah he can be touched with the feeling of your infirmity or your weakness why because he's already been there he's already been where you are he's already been where you think you might be going Ha ha! come on our God has already sent his son to identify with humanity human suffering human weakness human behavior he has dealt with human humanity he has dealt with it and in the first hand way and then he took all of man's sin into the heart of the earth on the cross he died and shed his blood his body was ripped to shreds and his blood just drained out of him but thank God Jesus was not finished at the cross he said it is finished meaning what he could do was done The rest is up to the Father and the Holy Ghost. But on the third day, God cried, they're justified. God declared, they're justified. I said on the third day, God declared, they're justified. I said on the third day, God declared, they're justified. I'm saying it again. God declared, they are justified. And Jesus was justified in spirit. He was made righteous in spirit according to 1 Timothy Timothy three sixteen and he was then made alive again and Jesus was made alive and the scripture says he by God's love and mercy when he was made alive we were made alive God considered it not just Jesus what did he do all of this for he didn't do this for himself he didn't do this for the father just so that Jesus had died and Go to hell and be raised again. No, he did all of that for you. He did all of that for me. He did all of that for us. He did all of that for the whole world. He did it so that we could be free. Hallelujah. The son has done the work and he's the lawyer. I said he's the lawyer. So this firsthand experience, lawyer. Lawyer who stands in your defense, hallelujah, hallelujah. I said this firsthand experienced lawyer who stands in your defense. There's a defense that's been in your defense when you didn't know he was standing in your defense. I said he was standing in your defense when you didn't know he was standing in your defense. Praise God. So the judge, When you come to the bench or you come to his courtroom, it's a heavenly courtroom. Hallelujah. Where the blood, I said, where the blood is remembered. Hallelujah. And God sees everything through the blood. I said, God sees everything through the blood. And when you come and say, Jesus is Lord, I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord God declares you justified hallelujah you receive the gift of righteousness the abundance of grace is released towards you it's been reaching out to you for years and years but now finally you said yes and when you said I believe in Jesus I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead when you said that that Grace was released right to your spirit. Hallelujah. And you were born again and you received the gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say, God is good. So God is a lawyer. I mean, God's a judge. And Jesus is a lawyer. So when it's time... For you to talk, hallelujah, I'm going to go after you got saved, you just say, I'm sorry. I repent. I've sinned. And when you confess your sin to God, God says, if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I said, God said. I said, God said that he is faithful and what? Just. How could he be faithful and just? He was faithful because he's just faithful. He never has been unfaithful. He keeps covenant to a thousand generations. But now, he's just and calling you just because Jesus paid the just penalty I said he's just he cannot be unjust and the only way he can call you just and righteous in spirit is that Jesus paid the full penalty so at your hearing Jesus says, Father, remember for whom I died. And the blood has been applied. In that instant, the love of the Father, the mercy of God, the grace of God comes to you. You're cleansed, you're righteous through and through. He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Righteousness is a gift that you've received in your spirit. But sometimes you can do an unrighteous act in your flesh and God wants to cleanse your flesh, purge your conscience by the blood of Jesus from every dead work to serve the living God. So God declares, God declares, not the fifth time you confess it, not the 20th time you say it, not the 100th time, the first time God said, you're cleansed, you're righteous, you're justified, the blood is applied. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, I blotted out your transgression for mine own sake. And I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. So we plead the blood, we have no other plea. We have no other plea. Only the blood, Jesus' blood, and the blood washes us clean, makes us whole. Hallelujah to Jesus. Jesus is Lord. But then he says, another little phrase here declare thou, declare thou, that thou mayest be justified. In other words, you need to declare from that moment what God said. Hallelujah. When other thoughts come, when condemnation comes, When guilt comes, you need to declare what God said. What God said in His Word, you're justified. Justified. What does it say in the book of Romans, chapter 3? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who shall lay anything to the charge? Now, the devil will try. And sometimes, unfortunately, we've done it to ourselves. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? The answer is, it is God that justifies. It is God that justifies. That's the answer. Who shall lay anything? In other words, nobody has a right to to lay anything to your charge. In other words, charge you as guilty. When God has said, you're not guilty. So don't, don't misjudge others and don't misjudge yourself. Judge not lest you be judged. So don't be quick to judge. Show mercy. You don't know where you would be if you had walked in their shoes. You don't know. You don't know. But God, we know somebody that does know. He knows, he knows, he knows. And he will declare you not guilty and he will wash away your sin in such a way that he doesn't remember. In such a way that he doesn't remember. He doesn't hold it against you. God was in Christ, personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with Himself. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them. But canceling them. He did that in Christ. You know he'll do that in your life. I said he did that in Christ. He didn't do that in vain. What he did in Christ, he wants to do in every man. So God is your justifier.